0: We welcome into the program the head football coach and athletic director of the Lorena Leopards, Ray Bowles. Coach, good morning. How are you?
1: Hi, Tom. How are you today?
0: Terrific. And first of all, we want to congratulate you. Named the 3A Coach of the Year by Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. It's uh, an outstanding uh, award and uh, one well-deserved. Congratulations.
1: Well, thank you, Tom. And uh, I, again, uh, I understand you're only as good as the folks that surround you. So that's a community effort, a team effort, and a coaching effort from our whole staff. But uh, I'm blessed to have great folks around me. So thank you very
0: much. You, you've had some time now, Coach. I mean, we're, we're into uh, we're into the spring. Have you have you ever have you had a chance to kind of just exhale a little bit, sit back, and and, and, and maybe reflect on the season and in you know the whole the whole journey
1: uh yeah we have i mean you know so many things again had to fall into place during the course of the season uh as we progressed you know we started out on two against a couple of pretty good ball teams and then uh you know kind of got on the roll uh and then we were very very fortunate uh we did not have any severe injuries i know we lost uh one of our starting linebackers in midpoint of the year with leg injury and then we lost uh Reed McNa, our starting running back in the semifinals, and, and uh, you know, Rhett Hansen was one of the guys that was playing running back as well already at that time, and he just stepped up in the last two ball games, rushed for a couple hundred yards each time. So pretty nice to have that guy on my side. But, uh, you know, as you look back, uh, a lot of things fell in place. The ball bounced right. But the main thing, I think, is our, our kids just continue to improve week in and week out all through the month of November and into December coach because of the fact that you have to share so many athletes, what does your off season look like and and how what do you have to get accomplished or what can you get accomplished in the off season? well, that's a great question because uh so many of our skill kids uh you know went into the basketball court uh immediately after that that playoff game into the christmas holidays when we uh finished up the season and uh you know helped uh, the basketball team as well i mean you know we we do talk often with our coaches about they're not my football guys or they're not your baseball guys or they're our kids. They're our athletes. And we share them uh, out here. You know, we've got some cats that need to be in multiple sports. We encourage that very strongly because I feel like a kid that's in season is much less apt to have a problem uh, with grades and uh, all the other things that can happen out there. If they're in season than if they're out of season. So anyway, that being said, uh, you know, we have to adjust what we do because a lot of our skill work, throwing the ball and catching the ball and doing a lot of those things, those guys are, you know, right now running track, playing baseball. They just got out of the gym. And so uh, we've spent an awful lot of time in the weight room and a lot of the stuff these kids are kind of having to get on their own. But uh, you do have to adjust. Uh, it's, it's different than it was, you know, when I was at Katie High and we just pretty well had straight run football guys. And hey, you know, uh, they were ours and we just figured it out for the whole year. But, uh, it's a challenge, but it's one that our coaches do a great job of working together to uh, make sure that these kids can be as involved in everything and uh, bring success to so many different programs. Coach, we see all the time when teams are successful, they, and especially when they're coming off of championships, that it's hard that next year or even a the, the few years following that to fill out that non-district schedule. People don't want to – they're kind of nervous to play you. How is How are you all coming along with your schedule uh, right now at this moment? That's true. Uh, yeah, it, it was difficult. Uh, actually, uh, you know, we it, it took us a week to fill finally after the district's uh, realignment had come out in February. It took us a week to be able to get uh, all those non-district games uh, scheduled. So anyway, uh, it is what it is. And I know what uh, Willie Williams and Don Hyde and, and uh, Kevin Hoffman down at Mart and some of these guys have had to do each year to try to fix a schedule without having to drive to. Texarkana or Amarillo or somewhere like that to try to play a non-district game because uh, it, it's very difficult.
0: You mentioned uh, La Vega and, and Martin, and, and there are several others. You As you mentioned, you played two really good teams to start the season. The caliber of competition in Central Texas, Coach, does that make other teams better? Does it make your team better because of that caliber of competition that you play night in and night out in Central Texas?
1: Yeah, no doubt Tom I mean you know we've got great great coaches in Central Texas guys that do a tremendous job uh with their kids and then we've got great athletes in Central Texas and I I don't you know uh you can go four different directions uh when you're in McLennan County you know you could end up in region 1 region 2 region 3 region I mean you could pretty much go anywhere in the state it's kind of a unique situation here now we've been in either region 2 or region 3 but once you uh you know go to the east I guarantee you the speed factor and a whole lot of things when you're talking playoffs gets amped up a lot. And uh, if you haven't played people that get you prepared for that, you know, you can get exposed real quick. But if you've already had to deal with that, uh, then, you know, your kids, hey, it's just another deal. Let's go take care of it. And uh, But, yeah, no, I think the level of play here in Central Texas uh, is tremendous. Uh, one, of the, one of the better places in the state. I mean, we've got state champions all around McLennan County here. Coach, with the UIL now allowing you to have those – Little bit of time in the summer to have football workouts and sport-related workouts. How much does that help your program, especially since at, at the level that you're at, you don't get to have spring practices? How much does that help you get kind of prepared and do some of the little things before you get into fall camp? Well, that's huge. It gives us an opportunity to really go through so much of, of uh, the installation of our offense and our defense, and we can do it in a, uh, you know, in a non oh, we're not rushed to get this all done today or tomorrow or the next day, but, you know, you've got them in there for uh, four days of the week, Monday through Thursday, and we can flip-flop and where our kids play both sides of the ball. So, uh, you know, we may take our younger kids down the offensive end of the field uh, one morning after we do the weights, and we may take the you know, older kids down the defense and then the next day flip-flop it where they're learning two positions or at least two sides of the ball but it does give us a chance to do an awful lot of teaching and walk through and thing like that where you know when once we get up to the pads and we don't do a lot of you know walking and talking we're usually moving around an awful lot so uh I tell our coaches, be structured, know what you need to do. Uh, Don't waste time because we don't have any time to waste. But uh, the summertime is huge for us to be able to to teach so much of our offense and defense and the schemes and the things that we do because we are on the short. We still have kids running track this week and and, uh, playing baseball for several weeks to go. And and so uh, we're not going to have a full house until probably sometime uh, in May. So, uh, yeah, it's very important what we can do in the summer. Coach, seven on seven has really made it, a year-round thing with football, and y'all are going to be hosting, and y'all do a great job of hosting every year one of the qualifying tournaments. Uh, what goes into that, and what can people expect to see if they want to come out to Lorena and watch that 7-on-7? Seven seven? Well, it's a great thing for our kids to have a chance to go out and compete, and that will be May 7th on a Saturday. Uh, this year, the state 7-on-7 uh, seven on seven, uh issued us McClendon County, uh, 707 SQT, uh, a 16 team tournament. So we will actually have a bracket going on up at West coach Woodard graciously, uh, accepted one of the, the host areas up there for us. So we'll have eight schools basically from the North going that direction. And we'll have eight schools from the South area of uh, Waco coming to our place. But, uh, you know, you'll see a lot of good ball Uh, kids out there working hard. It's a competitive situation. I I like the way they've kind of shortened it uh, to, uh, you know, two 20 minute halves. And I mean, it's bang, bang in and out and the games are over and and you move on and it's not too lengthy. And it's especially whenever it starts getting hot and those kids are, you know, maybe going both ways uh, out there to, uh, you know, preserve a lot of stuff. But the main thing with it is, is just uh, kids have an opportunity, opportunity to compete uh, and you get an opportunity to watch your kids uh, get out there and, and find out who can do what.
0: Coach, thanks. Appreciate your time. Again, congratulations. Uh, Well-deserved. And uh, this whole year has been fun to, to sit back and watch you guys. And and uh, we, uh, we congratulate you and wish you all the best.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much, Tom.
0: Talk to you soon, Coach. Thanks. That is uh, Ray Bowles, the head football coach and athletic director at Lorena.